Hello, welcome to the Tri-City Voice podcast. Coming up, seekers, beaters, chasers, keepers, buy what you need, eat what you make, items from the calendar, and Casa Peralta in San Leandro. But first, I asked people in Union City about Union City. During their time here, however long, what has gotten better, what has gotten worse? Uh, I've been living in Union City since uh, 94. Okay. So I was raised here pretty much. Since you've been here, one thing that has gotten better and one thing that has gotten worse in Union City? Uh, we have more uh, resources, more amenities. Like, there's a lot more, uh, there's a healthy competition between local businesses. So that's good. Um, it's a cleaner city, I'd say. It's always. We've always done our part. I think that's cool. Uh, unlike most cities, it's more of a community effort here to keep things clean and you know environmentally friendly. Um, I say it's something that's gotten bad. Probably traffic. The positive things is a lot of people are fairly really nice people, hardworking people. Has that increased or decreased? I, I you can't come up here. Uh, late in the afternoon and go shopping or what have you without someone blocking the ATM machines or following you inside the market trying to get change off of you or waiting for you outside. What do you think would help to remedy that? More law enforcement uh, being out and uh, they need some more shelters to help these people and more resources so that uh, they won't be just lingering around in the shopping centers bothering everybody. I'm uh, living for an, uh, one and a half year. In your time here, so just based on your experience, yeah. one thing that has gotten better in Union City and one thing that has gotten worse in Union City? So the, from the day I came over here, I see everything is on the proper way. There is nothing I can say that's gone worst. There is so much safety over here that nothing goes wrong. Thank you very much for you your time. You are welcome, sir. Have a great day. Can I uh, first get your name? Cindy. Cindy. And how long have you lived in Union City? Um, let's see, about 30, about 35 years. I've got more family here. And one thing that got worse, too many, I think it's too many people here. Of course, it's more convenient with more stores. It's nicer if it wasn't quite so built up. I have had a rough week, so I am going to read a few items from the calendar sitting here by the Alameda Creek, because I deserve it. Saturday, March 14th, documentary film, The Cave, 1.30 p.m., a look at the lives of nurses in the underground hospital in war-torn Syria, Niles Discovery Church of Fremont. Call 510-797-0890. Saturday, March 14th, Bird Walk, 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., 
naturalist-led bird hike, ages 12 and older, corner of Claywitter and Arden, Hayward. Call first, 510-670-7270. Sunday, March 15th, Introduction to Unconscious Bias. 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., Workshop on Racial Signaling, Castro Valley Library. Monday, March 16th, Bereavement Support Group, 10.30 a.m. to noon, for adults 55 and older. Fremont Senior Center, call 510-790-6600. Saturdays and Sundays from March 1st to March 22nd, Nature Crafts, 10 a.m. to noon, discover the natural world through your artistic side. Sonol Regional Wilderness. Very pretty out here. In Hayward, I talked with members of Bay Area Breakers, a local Quidditch club, as they practiced at Cannery Park. Quidditch is the flying, golden snitch-catching sport from the Harry Potter books. In real life, it's a blend of rugby, dodgeball, and basketball. It's a very inclusive sport, you do not need to be a super athlete to play, but that does not make the sport more tender. Yeah, so Quidditch is a full contact sport uh, that includes full on tackles that turn into, it can lead to concussions, ACL tears. Uh, it can get pretty gnarly at times. My name is Duran Allison. Right now we're gonna be running some beater drills. Um, beating is essentially just throwing dodgeballs at other people. So it's kind of like, a, it just knocks you out of play for a while until you tag back in. We're gonna be playing something like King of the Hill. You can't hold hands. Um, my name's Sam. Today we're out here practicing. Um, we're, we just came off of a tournament last weekend and we're trying to work on correcting some of the things that went wrong there. And, um, and our defense in general was pretty good this last weekend. Um, offensively we had a little bit to work on. Um, our passing game wasn't as good as it usually is. Um, so we were working on a little bit of that this weekend. Um, yeah, some other little things here and there. And uh, we lost by a snitch catch. Um, but after that, we won the rest of our games and the tournament as a whole. So that was pretty good. Um, we had fun doing it. And yeah. Um, it would be ridiculous for me to ask what got you into Quidditch. So I won't. But in the real world, what do you like about the real world version of the game? I like the physical activity. Um, it's a great community. So I've made a lot of friends through it. Ooh, good hit. <laughs> Down goes for it. You wanna go first or me? Go. Go. Darian, get closer. Ooh. Oh, something fell off. And it's great because it also caters to a very wide range of skill sets. Um, just because of how much is going on and the wide variety of rules and positions. Um, just because somebody may not be as purely athletic as somebody else, they can still be a competitive player. Um, and it works that way. It's not like certain players are completely dominant over others. Everybody is still useful out on the field. And so anybody can play and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's a lot of fun. 
if someone listens to this and is interested, how can they get in contact with your organization? Um, if, if they can, or is it a closed door? Oh, no, point? you for sure can. Um, we have open practices every weekend, so you can come out and play anytime. We have events up on Facebook, Bay Area Breakers Quidditch Team. Up next, part one of our two-part series on food and the environment. Part two next week. In Fremont, teens gathered for the annual sustainability dinner put on by Fierce and Alameda County's Stop Waste. So my name is Rachel DeFranco. I am the sustainability manager for the city of Fremont. And we are at the Fremont Teen Center for the Fierce Sustainability Dinner um, for the year 2020. This is, I think, the, the fourth, fourth annual, sustainability, fourth annual dinner. sustainability dinner that has been done. And this is a dinner that is pretty much for the youth, by the youth, um, supported by Stop Waste, which is Alameda County's Waste Management Authority and Source Reduction Board. Shreya is actually our student sustainability commissioner for the city and also runs her own nonprofit and is also representing the Fierce Group, which is a, a citywide youth sustainability organization. My name is Shreya Ramachandran of Fierce, which is, as Rachel mentioned, our inter-high school environmental group. And what we do really depends on who our members are each year. So we, can, we focus on the issues that we think are most important to us. It's always changing and it's always growing and it's adaptive to the needs of the community. That's awesome. We are all going to cook together, learn how to prepare a sustainable meal. How do you make a dinner sustainable? You think about the ingredients that you're using and you think about what you need and what you don't need. It's an important part of like the planning process that before I started trying to organize this, I hadn't even thought about. How much am I buying? How much extra am I buying just in case that will almost 100% be thrown away? We have food waste reduction tips at each table so that people know just how much food um, could be going to waste. And it's important to do because if you waste food, then you're also losing the amount of energy that went into the food production, the water that went into the food production, all of those carbon emissions, and that's a really negative thing for the environment. So at this table, it's basically a hearty soup, so we ha are mixing a bunch of different um, vegetables together. And this is our spicy carrot salad, and as you might guess, we are using lots and lots of carrots. And we're going to carve out the strawberries, put in um, cream cheese frosting, and then top it off with crushed graham crackers. So that's our grand finale, our sweet tooth. So this year we've focused on the sustainability dinner and going moving forward towards Earth Day, we're going to be organizing a climate cleanup as well as a Fremont climate strike just to increase awareness about environmental challenges. Can we put in a plug to have people join Fierce? 100%, go for okay. it. So if you're a high school student who is interested in environmental sustainability and you want to join a group that can help make a difference in Fremont, then Fierce is the perfect place for you. So don't hesitate to reach out to me, I'm Shreya Ramachandran, or Rachel, who is our amazing sustainability coordinator, for details on how to join and how to get involved. And how can they, how can they do that? Uh, phone numbers, email? Fierce has a Facebook page, an Instagram, and a moderately active website. So any of those are wonderful communication channels. I would recommend the Facebook page, which is, if you just search Fierce, F-I-E-R-C-E, -E, you should be able to find it. Next week, Part two of our series about food and the environment. We hear from a Fremont teacher and what his school is trying in an effort to end food waste. Here's a preview. When I came to American High School, there was already a really strong environmental club. And I saw, I've always been passionate about 
um, working towards environmental sustainability. We decided to reach out to Stop Waste and try to get some guidance for how we might be able to solve the issue. Uh, with their support, we learned about food share tables. In this little corner of the podcast, we're going to take a break from the news and hear from local historians. Casa Peralta is a historic home in San Leandro, not far from the BART station. The video, from which this narration is taken, was produced by the city of San Leandro and can be seen on YouTube. The house is super fancy. Other architectural features include a music room, two parlors, and a sunroom. The grounds were landscaped by John McLaren, who also landscaped Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. Casa Peralta subsequently served as a series of rest homes and hospitals. It last served as the Gilmore Hospital, a place for recovering alcoholics. When the hospital closed, Casa Peralta was slated to be demolished, and the site developed into apartments. This development plan created a huge public outcry, and immediately a grassroots organization called the Casa Peralta Foundation was formed. Other civic groups joined in the effort to save this historic building. Barbara Matthews Brooks and her husband, Jack Brooks, both prominent real estate brokers, purchased the property in 1971 for the reported amount of $160,000 and generously donated it to the city of San Leandro. Headlines for the local newspaper, dated October 5, 1971, proudly proclaimed, Casa Peralta saved. Today, Casa Peralta is known as an important historic home in the city of San Leandro. It is registered in the National Register of Historical Places and is open for all to enjoy and to learn about its rich history. I want to give thanks to Jason from Pacific Coast Termite Incorporated. He was very kind this week in his role as personal therapist. This episode would not have been possible without him. Seriously. Pacific Coast Termite Incorporated, 510-252-0801. Yep, free ad, totally earned it. The Tri-City Voice podcast is now available on iTunes, Radio Public, and Spotify. The Tri-City Voice newspaper is produced by What's Happening Tri-City Voice. The editor-in-chief is William Marshak. The director of operations is Sharon Marshak. The newspaper is put together and distributed by a bunch of awesome people whose names are worth reading in the opinion page of each issue. This supplemental podcast is produced by Andrew Cavett. Studio space provided by Audrey Lover of Cap. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing you can do for us is tell other people. Goodbye until next Tuesday when we do this all again. Um, how long have you worked in Union City? Uh, this is my uh, first week. Okay. Um, this is going to be tough then. Okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah.